0: Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 221 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Today, we are going to have part two of our conversation with Mr. Trey Matthews from Locked On New Jersey Devils. Going to be talking a little bit about the Rangers and Devils approach in free agency. Also, going to be getting into the NHL draft a little bit and whatever else comes up in our conversation about what the Rangers and Devils are doing this offseason. Again, this is part two of a two-part conversation, so if you have not seen part one, I highly recommend going back and checking out Tuesday's episode, part one of our conversation with Trey Matthews of Locked on New Jersey Devils. And like I said, this is part two. Enjoy. One player that I wanted to ask you about, and you touched on him a little bit just a second ago, but that's Corey Crawford. Um, You know, the Devils give him a two-year deal worth a total of $7.8 million dollars. Uh, do you like this move? Cause he is getting a little bit older. He's, but he, you know, at the same time, he knows what it takes to win. He's won a couple of Stanley cups. And uh, I suppose you guys really just needed a goalie. Now that Corey Schneider is no longer in the fold, but I mean, how do you feel overall about the, the signing of Corey Crawford?
1: I like it. I, I think he still has a lot to offer and You know, we know a lot about having old goalies with, we- 'Cause you know, Marty Brodor was with us for like what, twenty years or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's so it's like we know a thing or two about uh trying to keep all old, old goalies. But um Yeah, I mean, uh, his record, uh, sixteen and, and, and twenty. Um, you know, goals against average two point seven seven. So um I think he'll be solid. He'll definitely be a better option than Cory Schneider because I was thinking like, okay, Cory Schneider's gone, so uh Last offseason, I mean, last season, it was usually just uh, Blackwood and Schneider alternating positions. And it was a matter of who is it doing that bad? Like, who's n- not the worst? So, you right. know, we can't do that. I, I was thinking, okay, Blackwood is going to be starting, like, what, uh, 70 or something games for us. He- he's going to step up. And then literally a few hours later, it was announced that Corey Crawford is coming to the Devils organization. And I was like, okay, this- I think this is decent. Okay, he he's not the player that he once was, uh, like, back in 2010, 2011. But he still can uh, help us uh, at, in the long run. And um, I haven't really touched on him too much in my show just yet, but um, I, I think um, it's interesting, to say the least. It's very interesting because we're signing, a like you said, an older player to a two-year deal. So I think Fitzgerald is like, we need to win. Now and I'm just like uh, okay. I think I, I are we going to shock the world or like what 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 are we doing? But um, yeah, I, I, I think it's a I think it's a decent move. I'm, I mean, he's not like I said, he's not the player he once was back in uh back in the early 2010 period. But you know, it's all right.
0: Yeah, the other thing, too, I think, you know, when you've got a guy who's, you know, gone through the Stanley Cup playoffs and won a couple of championships, I think, you know, he walks into that locker room with a certain amount of credibility. And I mean, I don't know this for sure, but I got to imagine, you know, being a Devils fan or, you know, even being a player on the Devils and seeing this lackluster goaltender play over these last few years. It's got to be kind of demoralizing when you've got guys who are letting everything go by them. And you know Crawford, at the very least, you know he's gonna he's gonna make some nice saves every now and then, and I I feel like maybe that can lift the spirits of the team a little bit. I mean, I don't know if you want to weigh in on that as well.
1: I mean, uh, yeah, we we need a lot of help. We need a lot of help. Like uh, Blackwood played, I think B for given. and um, Corey Schneider. It was it was sort of like. Uh, Oh man, what player were we talking about? We were talking about uh Kincaid, where you know, he started off good, but it was sort of like a train crash, like, you know. Yeah. You know, he's uh chugging on the on the uh train tracks really well, slips and everything goes goes wrong. Everything goes A wire. Like um uh, you know, that that's what uh Corey Schneider was like. Like he started off well. Um, and, and I thought he would be a great goalie for our organization because we added him, I think, when Brodeur was at the um, tail end of his career. Uh, so I think I was a season or two before he decided to go to the Blues for, for his final season. So, um, yeah, it's definitely demoralizing when we have someone like Marty Brodeur. And those are big shoes to fill. So a lot of people don't know this about Corey Schneider, but he's actually, like, tops in, in, for Devils goalies in games played, um, goals against average. um I, I believe stage and of that nature because he's been with the devil's organization for so long, and yet people are going to forget about that because towards the end of his career, um he he just um he he, he just uh fell off So, <laughs> so it was just what we do and uh, it was at the point where we've actually waived him a couple of times, no team wanted him, and uh we he had to be sent down to our minor league organization.
0: Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by RockAuto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning, like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX, and have to wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse just happens to carry? You have computers with access to RockAuto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store We sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. I figure, you know, switching gears a little bit here, um, would you want to talk about the draft and and the Devils? You know, they they take uh, Alexander Holtz at the number seven overall pick. And, you know, you, me, and a bunch of the other lockdown hosts, we did a mock draft a while back. And I remember, I believe you wanted Jamie Drysdale with that pick. Was that right?
1: I did because uh, JD was so... um he was so hooked on the fact that the uh, Ducks were going to grab uh, um, Holtz because I touched the the thing is I I talked about it on my show um, back in August and I was like literally one of the topics we did was Alexander Holtz to the New Jersey Devils and because I was so confident that he would go there because um, because I, I saw it on mock drafts. I saw he was ranked, like, seventh out of all European skaters and things of that nature. And, but J, but uh, J.D. was like, no, 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 Alexander Holtz is coming to us, and it's going to be uh, surefire. I was like, okay, let's, let's find another player. And I wanted Jamie Drysdale because I was like, the Devils need help defensively. And, of course, this was before I, I, I they announced that they were going to get Murray. <laughs> and so I was like, I want Drysdale because I think Drysdale will help us defensively. He'll be a great uh, fit into our organization. He's kind of small. He's like five foot. He's like five foot eleven. But you know, he can gain some muscle, or you know, eat eat McDonald's every day. I don't know, and just <laughs> um, and, and, and you know, just put on some weight. But uh, yeah, um, I actually want to ask you a question because I don't think we touched on it enough. Lafreniere is just like. Uh, could, is there any chance that he could be like? Um, like uh Sidney crosby like put up Sidney crosby
0: yeah i mean i think certainly the potential is at least there i don't want to get too far ahead of myself here given the fact that you know he's yet to take his first nhl shift but you know everything you're hearing from analysts is that this guy really is a generational talent he's one of the best players available in the draft in a very very long time so i think that kind of upside certainly exists i mean you watch his highlights and you know, I realize the QMJHL is not the NHL. He's going to have a tougher time uh, in the NHL than he did in the QMJHL. But, you know, puts up the video game like numbers. It looks like he's just moving around, guys, and they're just standing still. He really just is on a whole nother level in that league. And by all accounts, you know, also he's got all the intangibles. He's got, you know, a competitive mindset. He's a leader for, you know, the QMJHL team or that he played for. And, you know, the sky's the limit. And I think, you know, coming to the Rangers, he plays left wing. I think in due time, I don't know if this will happen right away. I think he'll make the Rangers opening night roster. I don't think they're going to waste any time and have him in the AHL or anything like that. I don't know. I I would imagine he'd probably be on the third line to start things off. But sooner or later, I think he's going to work his way up and, uh, you know, possibly be on a line with Mika Zibanejad. I think that could happen at a certain point, and that could really get him going. Uh, Capo Caco, obviously the Rangers took him second overall this past draft, you know, before this one. And... I think at a certain point, you're going to see the two of them on the same line. It'll be fun to see what they can do as well. So, I mean, I'm thrilled about Alexi Lafreniere. I know that, you know, Trey, the last time we talked, we mentioned, you know, is there any chance that the Rangers might bungle this and take somebody else, or would they trade the top the top pick? And I didn't think so. You know, I thought it really was about a 99% chance that they would just, A, keep the pick, and B, use it to take Lafreniere. But, you know, I think it also makes sense that they at least, you know, left that door cracked a little bit if a team came along and just blew their minds with that offer, then they could at least hear them out. Uh, but, you know, this is an offseason where the Rangers really have a lot of difficult decisions to make. So let's not overcomplicate this thing, man. They completely lucked into getting the first overall pick. Just take the guy that everybody's calling a generational talent and just move on. And that's what they did. And I'm thrilled about it.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can thank Lindy Ruff, our head coach, for helping you guys because he made your defensive <laughs> exactly. line, uh, with the exception of Adam Fox, absolutely atrocious. Uh, Yeah, I asked you that question because uh, it was just interesting for me because, uh, because, you know, I heard from a couple of people saying that, you know, the Devils could actually maybe take like Quentin Banks, Uh, you know, I don't know, something
0: like that. Just wanted to take a minute to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Built Go. Built Go will help you break through your wall. It is the healthy replacement for your energy drink, but the energy is not fake. It's lasting and natural, and I can tell you from experience, it's a fantastic product to use before playing baseball, tennis, or even frisbee golf. Built Go comes to us all from the same people who brought us the world's fastest growing protein bar, Built Bar. It will help you break through your wall. Whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it every day with Go. It's easy to take in one and a half ounce packages, put it in your briefcase for the most focused presentation ever, your golf bag to power through the back nine, or put it in your pocket to get through the day. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. Plus it's natural, so it's better for the body. It comes in three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and chocolate mint. How does Built Go work so well? Built Go combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast absorbing, so it gets into my system fast. Plus it's easy on the stomach. Visit Go. .com and use promo code locked and you'll get 30% off your next order. Use promo code locked for 30% off at bilko.com. Let's go.
1: Uh yeah, I, I heard uh Sabers um, Sabers were like interested in getting your first overall pick, maybe like for Jack Eichel or something like that, you know. Yeah, they were player, I believe there were some Jack
0: Eichel trade rumors that were kind of floating around, you know, leading up to the draft. And I heard, you know, some rumors that maybe the Rangers were interested in him. But, you know, the, I, I never really bought into it because, first of all, the Sabres, they had just made a trade to acquire Eric Stahl, who I believe is 35 years old, and he's definitely on the last year of his contract. So if you're the Sabres, why would you make a move like that and then turn around and trade your franchise player in Jack Eichel? That, that would make no sense. Those two moves directly contradict each other. And I don't know. I mean, Jack Eichel, you know, he is making a lot of money. That would be a lot of uh, contract for the Rangers to take on. He is a fantastic young player. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't intrigued by the idea of trading for Jack Eichel. But I don't know. I just never really thought it was in the cards for the Rangers. And, you know, I talked about it a little bit on my show. You know, it would be fun to see him out there with Artemi Panarin and this, that, and the other thing. But I never, like, fully bought into it. And, again, the fact that they had just brought in Eric Stahl, and now they bring in Taylor Hall on just a one-year deal. You're going to turn around and trade Jack Eichel? like that just wouldn't make any sense. So I, I no, I, I, I can't see Jack Eichel being moved.
1: Maybe they saw uh, that maybe Lafreniere could be like what, what you were saying, which is like he won't be in the AHL and will just play in the NHL right away. I don't know. He could make a difference. You know, that's true.
0: That's true. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know, though. I mean, are you going gonna...
1: to be it'd be a risk on both sides on your guys? end, yes, you get an already proven player. But at the same time, how high can his ceiling go? And for them, it's like you have an unproven player. So is he worth the hype or will he just fall off? So it's a risk on both
0: sides. Exactly. I'd rather have Lafreniere, you know, on an entry-level contract where obviously he's cost-controlled rather than taking on Jack Eichel, who I, believe, I can't remember exactly what his salary is, but I'm sure it's at least north of $8 million. And I think it's getting toward like even $10 million a year. I would have to look that up. But yeah, give me Lafreniere all the way on that. Our salary is $10 million. Wow, yeah, so they, see that's a lot, and i I'd rather just take our chances again with with the generational talent there, yeah, so they signed
1: him to an eight year contract with uh ten million uh this was back in uh what was this back in uh twenty seventeen october twenty seventeen so yeah you you would still have them for a few years, but at the same time, ten million per year that the the devils uh we we have like oh my god uh we we have suban to like um we have suban we have Subban for like eight years 72 million in general which is nine million a year so and you're saying that eight million is a lot well i know it's a million dollar differential but still it's like uh yeah i i know that feeling it would be a huge risk because he yeah. doesn't live up to that or you know yeah. things of that nature so you know that that you do have a point, but yeah, it was just something interesting. And I wanted to get yeah, your thought yeah. on it because I never, never asked you about it.
0: The other thing too, just one more point that I'll make on that topic is, you know, I believe Mika Zibanejad is a free agent uh, in two years. He's got two more years left on his deal with the Rangers. If you bring in Jack Eichel, I don't know how you get Mika Zibanejad mm-hmm. resigned, And I don't want to say goodbye to Mika Zibanejad because he's obviously, he's somebody that just keeps getting better and better uh, and coming off a career year with the Rangers. And, you know, I'd love to see him stick around possibly even as the captain. We'll see.
1: We'll see what happens, but like if any, if twenty twenty has taught me anything, anything is possible. <laughs> Amen. Anything and everything
0: is possible. Yeah, absolutely. Uh one last thing that I thought we could do here. Uh, you know, we talked about Taylor Hall a little bit. Uh what did what was your reaction to seeing him uh one year eight million dollar contract with Buffalo? Because obviously he's a former devil. They trade him to the coyotes. Now he signs with the Sabres. Um, did that catch you by surprise as it did with me and a lot of other people, him going to the Sabres? Here's what I said, WTF. I'm like,
1: <laughs> I thought you said you wanted to win now. Why are you going to the Sabres? Sabres suck. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you might as well just <laughs> stayed with the Devils, like reside with us, because at least we have a few pieces that have potential. Whereas you just have Jack Eichel, who, who, like you said, eats a blah, eats a blah, you got Stahl, who's uh, in the tail end of his career, one-year deal. And, and you sign with the Sabres for one year deal. I hate to break it to you, but they're not—they're nowhere close to a championship or bust kind of team. They're—they're like—they're no. like, uh, they're like what the Devils are right now. We could potentially sneak into the playoffs if get lucky and get off to a good start, but uh, they're not championship or bust. They're—they're they're like you know—they're—they're they're like playoff filler or bust.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. They're one of those fringe teams. And, you know, the way that things tend to work out for the Sabres, what will probably happen is we'll get to the trade deadline this upcoming season. They'll be in about ninth place or so, and they'll think, oh, man, let's go for it. Let's keep Taylor Hall and not trade him. And then they'll miss the playoffs. And they'll, they will they have signed him for absolutely nothing at that point. Well, uh,
1: at least they didn't trade for him. That's all I could say. That's the risk I have with uh with uh, uh Murray with Ryan Murray because I fear that like what if we lose him in free agency and now we traded him for essentially nothing or yeah. what if we trade him and that fifth round pick from the um, from the Blue Jackets ends up becoming like a stud or something and we, we we get the lesser half of that trade by trading him away and we and, we'll, and our return package isn't that good so or what if he just gets injured and, and, and can't contribute and he's signed long term to us so I, I see a lot of like uh, what ifs in my in my scenario, and you know I'm reading a lot of reports saying we shouldn't fear um, that Ryan Murray will resign uh, long term with us. I'm like, if I know anything about contracts, nothing is set in stone until his name is cited signed on the on the dotted line. So right. you know that that that's my thing, but you know that could just mean be being paranoid or whatever the case might be. Like I said, it it, it was a fifth round pick, you know last fifth round pick to do something, you know, huge, you know, you get a few diamond interrupts here and there in the draft, but it's not like we traded away at like our first or our second round pick. So, you know, that right. it, it it it's just a lot that can happen. And just stuff I take into consideration, which is, okay, I know it's exciting. I know we have a household player now, but keep in mind, you know, here's his contract situation and here's his injury situation. So that's just some of the stuff I wonder.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I figure uh, we can wrap up there, but uh, Trey, this was a ton of fun. Just like the first time, we will absolutely have to do this again uh, sometime in the offseason here uh, before the puck drops for opening night next season. Right. I, I actually wanted to do a
1: crossover with you after we got uh, Lindy Ruff, because I wanted to get <laughs> your opinions on it. But yeah, uh, you I, I, know, I'm, glad, I'm glad we did I, this crossover for, what, the second time?
0: Yeah, I believe this is our second one. And, you know, I mean, with Lindy Ruff, I know a little bit of an underwhelming hire for the devils i just have a gut feeling he's gonna do a little bit better than a lot of devils fans think i maybe i'm just a glass half full kind of guy maybe i'm just wishing good for you know somebody who has an affiliation with the rangers but i don't know i guess we'll just have to wait and see uh what happens with lindy ruff there in new jersey well we well we have mark to probably help us out so uh,
1: uh i have some hope not high hope but some all
0: right fair enough All right. Once again, a big, big thank you to Trey Matthews for teaming up for this special crossover edition here today. And also to all of you guys for tuning into the Lockdown New York Rangers podcast, even in the offseason here. Obviously, it's been a really crazy offseason for the Rangers and for the NHL in general. Saying goodbye to a lot of Rangers who have been here for a long time. Henrik Lundqvist, Mark Stahl, Jesper Foss. The other thing is that the Rangers are going to need new alternate captains next season because Mark Stahl, Jesper Foss, they both wore the A for several seasons. They're both gone now. And of course, the Rangers have not had a captain since Ryan McDonough, so they're going to need to, uh, well, they don't need to, but they might look to name a new captain this season. If they do, I would imagine it's either going to be Chris Kreider or Mika Zibanejad. Whichever one of those two misses out on the captaincy, I would imagine probably going to be an alternate captain, but that's a topic we're going to dive into at a later date on a future episode. And then tomorrow's episode, we are going to be talking with Mr. Hunter Hodes of Locked on Pittsburgh. Penguins. Once again, you know, just talking free agency, talking about the draft, talking about expectations for next season. And in the case of, you know, talking with Hunter from Locked On Penguins, we're going to be talking about Jack Johnson. Obviously, that was a controversial signing by the Rangers. There's a lot of Ranger fans who are not happy about it. There's I wouldn't really say I'm Necessarily unhappy about it. It's just, it makes you scratch your head a little bit. It's kind of an underwhelming move. And the fact that it might have contributed to the Rangers not being able to bring back Jesper Foss, that's no good either. But we'll talk to Hunter Hodes of Locked on Penguins about the Rangers' signing of Johnson, and we'll see what he says. You know, maybe he uh, paints a little bit of a rosier picture than some of us are anticipating with Jack Johnson, or maybe he just confirms what we've been fearing all along. And that's it. You know, Jack Johnson obviously not the best signing that the Rangers have made, you know, going back however many years you want to go back. But that will do it for today, guys. If you'd like to join the Locked On New York Rangers Fantasy League, then definitely get in touch with me. Spots are starting to fill up. I believe we're in the double digits as far as people who've secured their spot in the fantasy league. But there's still time for you to get in. And if you'd like to do so, definitely send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. And definitely give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore underscore Rangers Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time.